You're listening to the Fixing the Fix podcast, the show that brings you personal stories about mental health and addiction, along with insight from experts in the field. I am your host, Heather Rhodes. Let's get started on today's episode. Hey, friends in recovery. I hope you're all doing well today. And I'm wondering if you have self-care and boundaries in your life. And for ourselves, this is so important when we're in a relationship with someone who has a mental health or addiction disorder, because we really have to focus on our own self-care and be sure that we don't get lost in their issues on a daily basis because it's draining and it will make you tired and it will cause you to not sleep and not eat and so many other things that happen that I'm going to talk about today. I'm wondering, are you resonating with any of that? Do you have boundaries? Do you take care of yourself when you're a major caretaker of someone else? I know the answer to that question for me was no. I want to share with you more about self-care and something that was instrumental in helping me with my own self-care. And it can be found online and it's called the self-care wheel. And the self-care wheel looks at several different areas of your life, which are the physical, psychological, Emotional, spiritual, personal, professional, and I like to add financial as well to this list. And all of those are really, really important for every human being in order to live a balanced life and to stay in sync. So during my time in recovery, I learned more about taking care of myself, and I hope that you will too. And a piece of information like this is so instrumental in that change because we want a solution to what we're doing every day that is not good for us and not healthy and we want to do something different. So we want to learn to have more balance in each area of our lives. A picture that represents this for me And if you can get this visual, it's you standing there and you have a heart drawn all the way around you. And this heart is a very thick wall, maybe made out of cement. And it's a barrier and it's a protection. And nothing can get through it. Not anger, not yelling, not somebody constantly needing something from you or asking for something that they need and that you don't need to give or provide anyway. It will keep you safe and protected. And this heart with you inside it also has inside it many great things. And these are feelings of peace and love and happiness and fun times and great thoughts and dreams 
and all of the things that make life enjoyable for you, maybe wishes that you have. And we all deserve to have those and to be able to have the opportunity to live those out. But when we don't have balance in our life and we have someone that's constantly pulling us back, then we're not able to move forward with our hopes and goals and dreams, everything that we need in order to take care of ourselves and our life. It's time for you to do that. And I hope that you'll look into the self-care will because I think you're really going to benefit from it like I did. And I want you to tell yourself that you deserve it. So when we're looking at the self-care will, I would like to point out first that someone can really affect you in a mental way and affect your mental health when they're dealing with their own addiction or mental health issue because they cause you anxiety and anxiety is contagious. And if they have anxiety and you're not in this heart of protection, then you're going to catch that anxiety. So you will feel it in your body and your mind and you won't be able to focus and you'll be upset and this can persist and lead to other mental health issues like depression and hopelessness. So I hope that you know, you'll know you understand that that's one aspect of the psychological or mental that you can go through. Um, emotionally, when you're dealing with somebody in your life who is suffering, then you can also suffer by worrying about them, feeling persistently sad. You may be angry because you know that maybe they're, they know better or they're smart enough or they can get help, but they won't get it. And so it keeps them in a constant cycle, which keeps you in a constant cycle. Emotionally, it drags you down. And you need to be able to have the self-care will to put things in your life like self-love and self-compassion and to laugh again and do fun things like playing with your children, watching funny movies, and maybe playing with a pet. And so the things that bring you joy emotionally, that make you laugh, that make you happy, that are the opposite feelings of the others that I mentioned. Personally, in the self-care will, it affects relationships. And so think of this scenario. If you have a friend who is constantly complaining about what's going on in their life over and over again, and you just dread calling this friend because you know you're going to have to hear about this. And, you know, you want to help them, but when you realize that they're not making a change and there's really nothing that you can do about it, then this is a constant cycle of insanity. And you may be able to offer that they talk to a counselor or they talk to someone who can help them, but maybe they're just not willing to. So 
personally, this is affecting your relationship, your friendship. But this also happens in a relationship involving someone with an addiction because they're doing the same thing over and over again, which is causing a lot of bad consequences for them, but they affect everyone else too. And so personally, you have to learn who you are and what you're willing to accept and what you need to change and go and do something with friends that are encouraging and who don't have these same issues happening on a regular basis and spend time with your family who need you and who ask for you to come and do things, but you turn them down because you're dealing with this cycle of insanity that you don't want to leave this person because you're scared they're going to do something to harm themselves or someone else. And so you feel stuck. I'm just urging you to take care of yourself in this way. Spiritually, it affects your your spirit in general. It it just puts you in a dark place with them because sometimes we can't see a way out, not only for them, but for ourselves. And so we're brought down too. And spiritually... It's important for us to keep these activities in our life like meditation and prayer and possibly practicing yoga or working out, listening to music, reading a book. All of the areas that um, activities that feed your spirit are so important to do to keep balance in your life. Financially, when we're in a relationship with someone who does not understand boundaries and won't accept the boundaries, um, we will continue to provide funds to help them buy more alcohol or drugs or pay for more treatment centers because the first one didn't work or the second one didn't work or Maybe they wreck their car and it needs to be fixed or someone else's does or even much worse things can happen like a DUI and those are very expensive to deal with because there are legal fees and not only that but time away in jail or if there are too many it can lead to prison and so Financially, it affects everyone because of those circumstances. And so it's important to set boundaries with that. And I recommend something that is called a pad. And it means provide, allow, and do. And so some of you with teenagers that are having these types of issues... Are others of you who may be in a situation where you're helping someone financially and you will express to them what you will you will express to them what you will provide, what you will allow, and what you will do if that is not followed through on. And so I recommend setting a boundary in that way and that protects you instead of continuing to give and give and not getting any results, but then you feel resentful 
And so then we're back up to the emotional state of being out of balance on the self-care will. Financially is huge for so many people and causes a really bad issue with relationships when the finances are in bad shape and it it can affect the whole entire family and is a huge loss. So I want you to also, in addition to everything else that's on the self-care wheel, look at that too. Professionally, it's important to enjoy our career and to find our purpose and to live out that purpose so that we can live our best life in our career and what we enjoy doing and possibly helping others. Because I know for me that this is my passion and I love helping others. And I feel more fulfilled in this career than others that I've had in the past because it was my calling. And so I want you to look at, you know, what can you do different there? Are you doing what you love do you feel like it is do you feel like your career is meaningful to you and what you were meant to do and possibly you feel stuck in your career i know a lot of people in recovery have experienced this and they felt that their emotional pain or maybe the reason pointing back to why they were drinking or using drugs is because they hated what they were doing for a living or they were depressed because they were sick of their career but couldn't see a way out of it. And there are people who can help with that and to help you to find your purpose and what you would enjoy doing because our career takes a lot of our time in life, it's a huge chunk, and we all need to enjoy what we're doing. And physically, with the self care will activities, when we're in a relationship with someone where we've become the major caretaker and we're so focused on them, we put off taking care of our physical needs like getting enough sleep eating properly or healthy, drinking enough water, going on walks. And we suffer in this way physically when we don't take care of ourselves. So maybe we haven't been to the doctor in a long time, but you know we're getting them the medical help that they need, but we forget about ourselves. And so that's not... That's not okay. We need to take care of ourselves physically and to be able to not get in a situation where we are feeling somatic pain in our body because of all of the emotional pain that we have that has set in because we've been dealing with a persistent condition for a long period of time. And I know that that's what happened for me, and I bet this has happened for some of you who are listening too, and I know how important it is to take care of ourselves physically, because if we don't, the physical pain and emotional pain 
can lead to really, you know, serious health issues and illnesses that that we would have to experience. And I believe it's really important for us to take care of our physical and emotional needs on the self-care will, because if we don't, it will lead to many other illnesses and greater problems with our health that we don't deserve to have to go through. And that's just not a good quality of life. And so I urge you to look at the physical aspect as well. I hope that you will look at the self-care will and ask yourself what you need to fix in order to have more balance in your life. And also that you will draw that heart around yourself and only allow the good things inside it, like love and peace and understanding and to be able to live out your thoughts that you have that are great thoughts and ideas and dreams and enjoy your life with those that you love. Thanks for joining us this week on Fixing the Fix podcast. Be sure to visit our website, fixingthefix.com where you can follow the podcast on Apple or your favorite podcast platform so you'll never miss a show. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. And remember to take care of yourself and don't lose hope. We are here to help you fix your fix.